think we're good to go. Man, I missed y'all. I miss you guys too, man. I really actually feel it this time. Yeah. You asked me to feel it? Wow. That's right. That's hurtful. Right, right. We just get sad. I'm like, oh. Man, I got a whole list of stuff now, man. Yeah? Oh. I know this is impromptu discussions, but I be wanting to have stuff. Yeah, no, no, I got a list. You I got a, I got a whole. I kicked note. off the last one, so you go, you go ahead. No, no, go ahead, go ahead. You got a list. I only got a couple things left on my list. Most of the stuff I've been thinking about, we can't talk about on the air. Oh, for real? Okay, <laughs> we can still talk about it. That's a Patreon. We That's gotta, true. We gotta, That's true. You know. Yeah. Yeah, I really want to do that, man. <clears throat> yeah. Sure, I still got a couple of films that I haven't even released yet, man. Yeah. So good, man. From what we've done, Will Smith. The Kanye, yeah. Most of we, if, if we did want to put that, like you know, like I think that'd be cool that to get our, you know, our perspective out there. Everybody else is, you know, first of all, if we want to get some traction, that's a that's a trending topic. Yeah. We can put hashtags in the yeah, title. Yeah, that's true. And uh, you know, mm-hmm. get some get some traffic that way. Mm-hmm. And that's that's what I plan to set up a lot of that stuff this week is to get our stuff connected. So yeah, we got to start using hashtags. <clears throat> In our, yeah. uh, we got you sent us all the login, right? Yep. Okay. Yeah. So I, I, I do some hashtags in there, but not yeah. a lot. I normally do the same thing. But if y'all got ideas, y'all can put them in there too. Yeah, yeah. Yep. That's what I was saying. Because first of all, I don't want you to have to do every single thing, brother. It gets like like it gets <laughs> thinking of the hashtags. I'd yeah. be like, right, right. Inspiration hashtag such such hashtag. You know yep. what I'm saying? Yep. Yeah. So, yeah. That's why it's important just to check the ones that are trending out there too and see which yeah. ones we can kind of link onto. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So. Cause there's a lot of clickbait out there too. Yeah, a lot you know, of you're like, I ain't even. See. The picture looks yeah. more appealing than the subject. Right. Yeah, you know, right. you know, the topic, exactly. You know? right. Exactly. There's a lot of garbage, man. Yeah. Um, so in society today, oh, oh, hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is the uh, Mind Forge podcast, and I'm here with uh, Mr. Gary Gant. My name is Alexander Bart III. This is brother Ethan. This is Mr. Michael Wilson II. Um, today's topic that we'd like to d- discuss is this is a thought I have. Do you do you feel seen and heard as you move and breathe today in society? As a, I, I don't want to always limit ourselves to just as a black man, but we're all black men. So what do we do? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> can only speak from my perspective. Yeah, we can only speak mm-hmm. from ours. Yep. But do because I thought about it the other day, and I'm like, do I feel seen and heard? Like it because because my approach always has to be like a sense of humor, right? Mm-hmm. But if I get serious. Or if you want to have, you want to be taken seriously in different circles, do you feel you're seen and heard? And I particularly want to hear from you because I know you have some interesting experiences in corporate, because you're in management, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like, do you feel seen and heard and taken seriously in your role? Or do you still feel like you're always relegated to this? So that's just something to think about. I mean, I'm going to say for that's myself. That's a really good question. Yeah, I... I feel like I do, but I always have to, my entry point has to be a sense of humor to break mm-hmm. the ice. It's always got to be an icebreaker. Mm-hmm. We can't just come in a room and say, okay, guys, listen up. I'm in management, and this is what's going to be. You, you can't do that mm-hmm. all the time. And I feel like as we move and breathe in society or wherever we're at, be it church, be it in our own families, be it in different circles of, of a corporate nature, mm-hmm. do you feel seen and heard, and do you feel taken seriously outside of um Preconceived conceptions and perceptions and notions. So that's just something to think about. Yeah, you know, I think I, I do if I if I if I make if you make people feel good. Like for myself, I think I can make people feel good through a sense of humor. Then you have their ear. Mm-hmm. You know, and that it doesn't matter what gender is, men and women. 
people automatically like you if you can make them laugh. Right. That's why comedians right. are so successful. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, and if you just seem like a person that's actually funny, then people latch on to you right because mm -hmm. people want happiness. Mm -hmm. And so then they'll listen to you. Mm -hmm. Like after you're serious, then they'll listen to you. But if I just come into a room and serious, people are like, man, who do you think you are? Man? Right. You ain't smart, right. man. You know what I'm saying? So that was just my thought. Does it, does it depend on the the um, the audience? Like, is it a mixture? Is it a, a particular That's a good point. group? That's exactly That's a good where point. my mind is at. Yeah, audience, audience does, you know, I think help determine some things. I mean, if you're amongst your peers, of course, everybody has a voice, mm -hmm. right? But <laughs> yeah. I particularly think of, of situations like, uh, like corporate environments yeah. or environments where you kind of know how things go. Mm -hmm. Just by you walk in a room, you can you can read the room mm -hmm. and you know how it's gonna go. Mm -hmm. You can you can just I've had I've had people glance over me or let's kind of side eye you. Mm -hmm. And this is like, oh, I already know whatever I say is not gonna matter. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. and because because as soon as they see you, there's an automatic opinion. Mm -hmm. And so my thing is there's ways to circumvent that obviously, because once people get to know who you are, right. it's undeniable. But before that happens, in your mind, do you feel like you can just walk into a room and you be taken seriously, or do you feel seen? Do you feel heard? That's something just to I think can about. answer. Yeah. I'll answer. Yeah. Um, so when you when you first posed the question, my mind went to the different, like you said, the different audiences that I interact with in my life. So mm -hmm. there's church people. There's um, people, you know, younger people. I, I do a lot with younger people um, mm -hmm. that I have, you know, a certain level of influence with. Mm -hmm. And then there's my work environment. I don't work in a corporate setting. I work, I'm, I'm a tradesperson, so I work in people's homes yeah. and, you know, and that can be its own separate yeah. set of oh, challenges. Yeah. Okay. Um, but when I, what I have noticed, uh, people think I'm younger than I am. Mm -hmm. uh, just for whatever reason, the Lord has put me in a place where I look like I'm a teenager still yeah. or, or close to it. Yeah. Um, and that particular t-shirt kind of brings you. <laughs> it makes you look even younger. So. <laughs> I'm sorry, go ahead. <laughs> Dog, that is, that is so funny. <laughs> all right, all right. So, <laughs> no, you, that's funny. <laughs> All right, I ain't wearing no more grass. <laughs> um, but anyway, a lot of times when I go in places, uh, one thing that people ask me a lot, I do, I do home improvement mm -hmm. for a living. Yeah. One thing that I that I hear from an overwhelming majority of my customers is, "How long you been doing this? Mm -hmm. yeah. Or where'd you learn? Who taught? Who's teaching you this? Or you know, is there somebody else that you work with? Because they they look at me." Yeah. And it seems like I'm somebody who may be too young to have enough experience to provide mm -hmm. them with a quality product, yeah. right? Um, which is, it, it's challenging, but I've learned to kind of navigate that just by, um, number one, by doing a great job. Yeah. But before you even do a good job, you have to mm -hmm. make a customer feel comfortable yeah. and so forth. Yeah. And so once they have interacted yeah. with me, I feel like i once I start speaking, I'm able to present my thoughts in a right, right, kind of right. well laid out way. Right. Um, and that tends to put people at ease. And then in other arenas, <clears throat> like I said, I do a lot with young people. I feel like mm -hmm. when I speak, um, I have a one person that I'm thinking of in particular, 
Um, I had a conversation not too long ago, mm-hmm. and it was it was somebody that I didn't know very well. Mm-hmm. But when I started to address the situation that they had uh, going on in their lives, um, I feel like they were at at the beginning they were like, okay, here's another you know guy that's not even that far away from my own age that's you know yeah, trying to spit yeah, knowledge yeah. or whatever. Right, right, right. But by the time <laughs> we got fully engaged in the conversation, it was like he was locked in like this. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. And so um, I feel like being able to number one have a full mastery of the language that we speak. Right. I agree. Um, I agree. Is is key. Um, a lot of us. Uh, and this 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 part goes to the uh, because those other two things for me mm-hmm. I haven't really experienced it too much with being black in, in the environments that I'm in. Mm-hmm. Uh, first of all, because I'm around a lot of black people. Right, right, right. Um, but here, this point here is where I think the the culture comes in. A lot of us are, especially the generation that that is coming up now. A lot of us are so indoctrinated with the the way we entertain ourselves, the music, the movies, and all that kind of stuff, where we don't learn how to properly articulate ourselves. I agree. You know what I mean? Say, get our thoughts out there in a way that seems like, okay, well, not only is he, you know, somebody who is doing a good job, but when he speaks, when he presents, when he writes, yeah. it all comes together into a into a professional, yeah, you know package. what I'm saying, package. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so I think it's important uh, this is off topic, but still on topic. Mm-hmm. I think it's important to push reading and writing mm-hmm. to our children. Um, because reading and writing is something that it's irreplaceable when it comes to understanding how to broaden your vocabulary. Right. It comes naturally. Right. When you start to read, your vocabulary is going to skyrocket. You know what I'm saying? It's going to explode. Yeah. Um, and so anyway, that's that's kind of my, uh, my response to that question. I, I feel... Seen and heard in a lot of places, but it's like you said, it's usually after I've started to yeah. present myself. Yeah, the unfortunate uh, disposition that we find ourselves in as black men is that we constantly have to go above and beyond. Yes. Like you got to blow people's mind. Yeah. To yeah. actually, actually even just get noticed. Yep. Like you speak so well. Oh, you know how to draw? You know how to play an instrument? Oh my God. This is like, mm-hmm. okay, let's calm down here. I mean, we, <laughs> right, right. we know how to do some stuff. <laughs> right, I mean, right. Like, you know, yeah. but I think it's, it's, it's imperative for us to, like you said, that whole thing about reading, writing, and just kind of knowing how to interact in different, in different environments is mm-hmm. imperative because what mm-hmm. it says is that we're not just one thing. We're not a stereotype or, yeah. you know, something. What is it called? A monolith. Yes. You know what I'm right. You know, when, when people kind of, because we worked around all kinds of different people, right? Mm-hmm. All yeah. of us. Yeah. And the thing is, is once you actually, you learn a lot from, from your, your job because it's, it is a melting pot. I mean, mm-hmm. you work yeah. around all kinds of nationalities. Right. And when you have to sit in a cubicle next to somebody mm-hmm. and they actually learn about you, your culture, how you talk, what mm-hmm. you like to eat, movies, things like that. Mm-hmm. They're like, wow. Because I've been told several times when I first saw you, I had like a thought. And you ended up being like nothing like I thought. Yep. Like people have told me that like mm-hmm. you're nothing like I thought you were. Yep. Mm-hmm. And it's a pleasant surprise. So it's right. not like a bad surprise. Right, right, right. You know, and it's always refreshing to me because I'm like, thank you for noticing mm-hmm. or thank you for mm-hmm. even even getting to that point in your mm-hmm. mind yeah, and not yeah. shutting down yeah, that's a good point. before that. Right. Me. Before you know who I actually am. Exactly. Yeah. Because nine times out of ten, that's the reality of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like as soon as they see you. 
Oh, hoodie? Right. No, right. I'm, not, I'm not talking to that guy. Right. T-shirt? No, I'm not talking to that guy. Right. Mm-hmm. That shirt, those pants, those shoes, I'm not talking to that And that, that's everybody. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's not just one uh, group of people. That's like yeah. how everybody We're programmed behaves. to be able to, yeah. to look at people and judge them on their appearance. All the time, yeah. all the time. Yeah. But uh, I'd like to know y'all's, y'all's experience. It, it's funny you mentioned that because I just had a long conversation with uh, a sister I work with. Mm-hmm last week on that on that very topic and um i gotta be careful because there's there's some issues kind of still going on right now about about a certain topic but it's difficult to call man you know what i mean because i agree i try not to let my mind go to that point that that's what's going on if if i do feel like i'm not getting my point across i try to feel like i try to think back on am i not presenting something the right way yeah yeah I've been in the area that I'm that I'm working now for probably close to like twenty years, mm-hmm. and I know, <laughs> but it's it's been it's it's times where I feel like I still have to make sure I get um, people in my area that don't look like me on board before I can go mm-hmm. to a broader group with a certain topic. Right, right. And you have to do that consciously. Yes. Wow. I, I do it. Whether I have to or not, I do it. Okay. You know what I mean? And not only because getting input from other people helps you kind of round out an argument, but sure. I want to make sure <clears throat> the people that do similar work to me are, are helping me make sure I'm not, like, missing something. But with that, and again, for me to be in my in my area for, like, 20-something years, there's two very, very recent examples that stand out that were... It was difficult for me to try to figure out is that what was going on or not because... Mm-hmm. <clears throat> for one of them, I had to spend, there were people in my group where I was like, hey, I see this problem coming. I see this issue mm-hmm. kind of brewing, right? And there's evidence there. There was all kind of data I had to pull in. There was examples, live actual examples of what was going on. And everybody I showed in my area was like, yeah, that's a problem. We got to do something. You know, 10, 15, 20 some people in our area, mm-hmm. that's a problem. We got to do something. Mm-hmm. And I would go to, at the time we had new senior leadership, so like two and three managers above me, uh, were new to our area. Mm-hmm. I didn't really know them that well. Mm-hmm. And when I told them about the problem, they were immediately like, I see the problem. This makes sense. I'm on board with you. Let's do it. Yeah. Right. So in that in that instance, people that don't look like us, mm-hmm. first time really having any kind of big presentation to them, mm-hmm. they understood, got it immediately. Let's, we're on board. What do we have to do? Mm-hmm. When I had to take that same project to the next layer of leadership, kind of expanded out past our group, mm-hmm. It took <laughs> it took a year and a half wow. for for them to actually respond and let us let us do what we're paid to do. Wow. I'm, I'm here to protect a certain area to let you know when your design is is going in a certain direction when we need to do something differently. Mm-hmm. And it took a year and a half for that that approach to get approved. Yeah, yeah. And something kind of ancillary, like another kind of offspring offshoot to that same project. Um, is something that was involving my team and plus a few other teams. Mm-hmm. And that same initial project that I was talking about was kind of representing my space. And there was this African-American lady I work with who was representing this uh, this other team. Mm-hmm. So her and I talked a lot about this problem we were facing. Again, everybody on my side understood it. Everybody on her side understood it. Mm-hmm. We had to go back to that same group to get approval for now the bigger strategy. I had the one that was kind of dealing with the strategy on my side, her and I, had to, and it wasn't just her and I, but we were the most vocal about it. Yeah. Like, 
because there's a problem coming yeah. and you guys aren't acting to it. Yeah. Not only are you not reacting to the problem that's coming, you're yeah. actively a part of what's contributing to the issue that I'm talking about. Yeah. You're letting some things go through that I'm telling you are going to be a problem if you don't put some other things in place to protect and, and to enable what you're trying to do. Yeah. So I'm trying to tell them, you guys are kind of contributing to this problem. you got to stop, slow it down, let us put these other things in place. Right. She's saying the same thing from her side. Yeah. As I was doing that year and a half pitch to get them convinced that there was something they had to do, mm-hmm. Her and I were kind of the most vocal ones about this other bigger project we had to do. Mm-hmm. Months of talking about it, explaining the issues, yeah. explaining, putting all the data there, all the evidence of all the, the changes that are coming, the new things that, that we know the programs are, are wanting to do and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And it was nothing, just silence almost, yeah. right? It's like, you know, I, I don't believe you or you got to go back and prove exactly. this. Like if you're approving something, if you as a senior leader are approving something right. with very little definition because of something that you just, you think is so valuable and that, that we have to get in, mm-hmm. and then I come back in and tell you, hey, this thing that you approve is a problem, mm-hmm. well, where's the definition? You approved it with no definition. I'm telling you that you approving exactly. it with no definition is leading to me not being able to properly quantify what the problem is going to be. And you're talking. I'm telling not, them that, right? Not, not even, no. Yeah. So her and I, very vocal about it, and... Another gentleman we work with doesn't look like us. Mm-hmm. It's first, maybe second time talking about it, using most of the information he got from us. Mm-hmm. And it was immediately, oh, this is a problem. We got to do something. Now, I tried to, I tried to very, in, in my mind, I was really like, I, he must have said something differently, maybe presented data differently. Yeah. I, but I, I'm saying, I'm, I'm trying, I'm trying not to let myself go to that point. Like maybe there's something else he did yeah. or because of the group, he came from a different group. Yeah. Right. Maybe it was that the representation from that group that was maybe the, the deciding factor. Mm-hmm. And I've tried to let this kind of blow over and not let my mind go there for like yeah. probably the past year and a half. This has been going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And her and I were talking last week. And as she was kind of explaining to me some of the things she was seeing, it's like we were both talking and realized, like, no, that's that's exactly what it is. And I, I didn't want to have that conversation. Don't, honestly, you don't. I know because yeah, I, didn't, I didn't want to go go there because I don't have that with everybody. I don't experience it all the time. You it's know what I mean? It's unavoidable, though. It happens. Yes. Yeah. It and it's like her and I, we were talking about that. It was like it was it was similar experience. Like, you know, we were talking about the same thing for months to years and yeah. he came in with one or two presentations with most of our content yeah and it was like oh yeah this is a problem we got to do something it's like okay this now, here's the question mm-hmm. is that something that we that you think in, in this situation is that something that you feel they did consciously or it was just that they just look I, at that, you know what i'm saying that, yeah. because sometimes prejudice happens on the subconscious level you mm-hmm. know what i'm saying mm-hmm. it can it can be something like oh yeah yeah uh gary we hear you um, we'll, we'll, we'll take a look at it. Not necessarily saying, oh, that's that black guy. We're not going to listen to him. Yeah. And then somebody else comes along with the, where they don't have the same prejudice against subconsciously. And they'd be like, oh, you mean to tell me it's a pothole right here? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, let's get that patched up. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Mm-hmm. It's deeper than president prejudice. I think it's just programming. Because you okay. can have people that look just like you mm-hmm. that won't listen to you. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. it's like you don't represent success or leadership to them, mm-hmm. so they're not going to listen to you. Mm-hmm. You take the same thing you said, mm-hmm. and another guy says it, and it's like, oh, we're going we gonna to listen to him. Right, yeah, yeah. right. And it's just like, so it's more programming. Yeah. We're, yeah. We're, you know, we're programmed to think guys that look like us don't know much. Mm-hmm. Or we have a certain... Like, like we're all athletes. Mm-hmm. People will listen to us. Mm-hmm. Like people will look at you and be like, seriously, they look at you and say, "Oh, he must yeah, play basketball." Yeah, mm-hmm. So can you That's give me some advice mm-hmm. on how to work out and do this? Because yeah. they want to box you in. And mm-hmm. once you're in that box, that's what I'm saying. Once you're in a particular box, yeah. and unfortunately for us, is the way that we look. Yeah, we get put in a box. Yeah, 
Because the thing is, and, and it, this is how deep it is, mm-hmm. the programming is so deep, you're educated. Yeah. And they know that you are. Mm-hmm. You have the experience. 20 years. Mm-hmm. And you get in these situations, and it happens more than you think. Mm-hmm. The lack of productivity in certain situations is because of stuff just like that. Mm-hmm. I've worked in corporate 20 plus years mm-hmm. myself. Mm-hmm. And it, it's stuff, that's the example that I'm mm-hmm. talking about. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, if I say it, it's like, uh, I don't know, Gary. I mean, mm-hmm. we might have to research that. Mm-hmm. I got in a, a heated argument with a guy one time mm-hmm. because I was like, I said, I'm a movie guy, man. Mm-hmm. I told him, I said, there was a particular film I was talking about. I said, that was Don Cheeto in that film. Mm-hmm. He was like, I don't know. And I think it was Sam Jackson. Mm-hmm. I said, <laughs> I said it was not Sam Jackson, man. Right, it was Don Cheadle. Right, I don't right. know, Al. Whenever I hear that, right. I don't know. I'm gonna have to research that myself. Right. right. See, that's the kind Is of this before to... Google was on our phones. Um. Yeah. 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 Oh, it's, okay. it's a while. It was a while saying. ago. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it, it was just it, it, you know it's those types of things. And, it, and the thing is, like I said, it's programming. Mm-hmm. Pre- it, it is yeah. prejudice too. Mm-hmm. But when it's your own, yeah. it's definitely programming yeah. because we yeah. don't represent in the masses people with knowledge mm-hmm. people with self-control and focus mm-hmm. so they're automatically not going to listen to you in a particular environment mm-hmm. your own people that look like you will mm-hmm. actually seek that approval or that okay now now it's the truth mm-hmm. it's just mm-hmm. like with news right like if you get a black news channel right that reports the same thing that cnn and msbc mm-hmm. report mm-hmm. People are like, oh, that's not real news. Mm-hmm. We got to look at this to really get the mm-hmm. real news. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm saying when I when I go back to it's all about being seen and heard. Because everybody's talking about, like, um, you know, finding their truth and living in their truth and, and getting out in front of things. But we can't do that. Right. Right. We always have to be in a particular box. Right. So when people find out that I can draw or I do something particular that the masses don't do that look like me, I'm special. I'm an anomaly mm-hmm. now. Now people mm-hmm. will listen. Mm-hmm. But if you just are a regular guy that just you just going about your way, but you're very talented and gifted, mm-hmm. they're not gonna really look at it unless you have you actually have to tell them. Right. They have to actually see it. Right. You have to give them a website or something and right. really prove yourself. Right. Because like with your right. situation, I mean, I see the stuff that you posted. It's mm-hmm. beautiful. It's beautiful work. Thank and it's not you. and it's not overly amazing because it's you. Yeah. It's actually just Good beautiful stuff. work. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that's the thing that, but that's the thing we need to even. Um, tell each other yeah. it's like it's not amazing only because it's just it's you doing it right. it's amazing because it's actually just good work right. yeah. in the sea of see, people like in, in the like sea that. of people that do this work like you do good work mm-hmm. because everybody doesn't do good work mm-hmm. it's people that don't look like us mm-hmm. that get work before we do and mm-hmm. they don't do as good a job mm-hmm. but they get the job because of what they look mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. and then we have to go above and beyond post our stuff online you know and have a celebrity praise us, and then we might get a you know get a call, mm-hmm. you know. But mm-hmm. I, in, in, until that time, mm-hmm. especially when you like you say you look young, mm-hmm. you get put into a couple of different boxes mm-hmm. you can't Absolutely. get out of. Absolutely. You know, it's so like true. wow, you don't even it's know. It's a me. real challenge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like yeah. we haven't even had a conversation. Right. Right. You don't even know right. my vocabulary and how well I probably can educate you on some things. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. And that's I think that is a massive problem in our society, man. Mm-hmm. Is just people just simply don't listen, mm-hmm. and they just and I think. With the the advantages of technology and all, I have to always blame social media and all these different technologies that have that are separating us further and further mm-hmm. apart. People are listening less and less mm-hmm. and less, and then people like us are going to get heard and seen less and less and less unless we fight and and play our and make our positions known. Right. Let people know who we are. Right. The things we started. They, they're trying yeah. to race history. Yeah. Really, yeah. they're trying to reshape it sure. in, in every way. Sure. And so we have to 
say to ourselves, how am I going to be seen and heard and not ignored? Right. Because right. while we're here, that's just something that has to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Especially if we want to make livings yeah. and do things, you know, follow our dreams and everything mm-hmm. like that. It's, we have to position ourselves and say we want to be seen and heard. And that's mm-hmm. why I love, like, this podcast. Mm-hmm. Because th- this take this is how you use technology to your advantage. It gives you a voice. It gives you uh, it helps people see what's going on here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want you to talk. You know? <laughs> oh, man. You know what I'm saying? I mean, There's yeah. a lot to be said because... Um, yeah. <clears throat> I'm I'm an introvert, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. absolute introvert, mm-hmm. right? So being seen and heard, I don't care. Like, yeah. That's flat out. That's me. Yeah. I don't. That's and I do music and whatnot mm-hmm. because I enjoy it, right? Mm-hmm. right. Now I want people that to listen to it, enjoy it too. But yeah. but I'm truly, I'm really, I know, really, I'm a shy guy, mm-hmm. right? You know what I'm saying? Is I'm reluctant to be on the, uh, you know, doing mm-hmm. videos. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. since we're here, mm-hmm. dude, this is like. Yeah, my boy, this family, right, you know right, what I'm saying? Right, this family, right. this therapy or yeah, whatnot. Yeah, yeah. So that's the reason why it's easy for me to have this broadcast with my brothers and my mm-hmm. cousins and family and stuff, right? And so when it um this corporate thing is an issue. Mm-hmm. We know that, yeah. right? Oh yeah. I've been in corporate and I've been in plant life. Yeah. So I've I've seen a broad scale of the interactions of all cultures. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You oh, see yeah. what I'm saying? Definitely, definitely. Um good and bad. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So um but me being an introvert, I think that it forced me to speak and talk to people and show mm-hmm. what uh, abilities that I have for mm-hmm. people. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, because a person that's introverted is going to be heard even less because mm-hmm. you don't even, you're reluctant to speak in the first place. Exactly, right. man. Exactly. So when I walk in the room, I really don't, I don't it's, I've already had this point that where there's an opportunity, there's a possibility that I won't be heard, right? So yeah. it's all good. I'm sitting over here in the corner, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually fine with that, right? Yeah, you know man. what I'm saying? Like, in a way. But there's, like what you said, like, there's come to a point where where, where there's issues that arise that something has to be communicated. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of times that what I have done was I prepared the information mm-hmm. ahead of time. Right. So when I do speak, that the avail the the information is available, and I'm pointing it in the right direction, right to the right people. And they're like, know? "Oh my God, you typed all this! <laughs> wow, this is impressive." <laughs> but you know what? I'm gonna tell you something. This was me and Fernando actually started from the uh, Fernando's my, uh, my he's like a brother to me. We grew mm-hmm. up, man. We known each other forever, right? Shout out to Fer, Fer- yes, sir. Fernando Gonzalez. <laughs> and so, like, since kindergarten. If he had a job, he called me up. Mm-hmm. If I had a job, I called him. That's how we That's all his friends. Ones. You yeah. see That's what I'm real. saying? Yeah, yeah. And so we end up getting in this one group at the bottom of the barrel, shipping and receiving, right, mm-hmm. with a company that actually spearheaded to me where I am today. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But we both worked our way up. And what we ended up doing was we were so low, mm-hmm. but we worked our work ethic was mm-hmm. like, like top notch, right? Mm-hmm. We just came there. We were only... So this corporate... Um, subject that we're talking about, mm-hmm. like being recognized and being heard, that wasn't even on our mind. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Because we Generally were so not on my mind. we were we were so young. Yeah, we were so young yeah. that we didn't even think about that. We was just like, we just want to get paid. I was getting paid eight dollars an hour. Now I'm making twelve. Mm-hmm. Let's get it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right, we, right, we were right. we were right there. <clears throat> so we were all about. We were so focused about paying our rent. Oh, yeah. That we didn't focus on those types of issues, mm-hmm. and plus right. we were young at the time. Mm-hmm. Didn't spit on you, man. No, no, no. I don't think <laughs> it might have been something. Right, right. right. Yeah. So, um, okay, let me let me make this quick. So, so both of us were challenging each other, mm-hmm. keeping our minds stable mm-hmm. as we and as we um, um, raised up in the company or mm-hmm. whatnot, mm-hmm. but. 
while we worked together and kept each other intact, mm -hmm. it was other people noticing, taking note of us. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And they start calling us and recognize, recognizing our work ethic. Mm -hmm. Next thing you know it, um, Fernando got promoted toward the management side and I got promoted more to the technical side. Mm -hmm. yeah. Got more advancements and different things on the technical side. Fernando more on the management side. Mm -hmm. So what am I saying about this? Is it's um I think that I think that um the the focus is there an issue there? Yes, but if you put your energy towards that then <clears throat> I think that you will miss the good that can come out for other people to, how can I say that, man? Growing up, mm -hmm. when we were, um, I guess, climbing the ladder, so to speak, mm -hmm. I think other people was taking note of what we were doing, and then they grasped us yeah. to be a part of their group or whatnot. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and and I don't know if I'm saying it right now. I'm being real clear about it, but no, that's you, beautiful. You thought, your, your, your hard work and your actions yeah. it precedes you, right? Yes. Yeah. See, here's the thing about being an introvert. Because being an introvert is fine. I mean, if that's that's your personality. That's what it is. But the problem that we run into because people have assumed I'm an introvert. You know, yeah. I'm abs I'm absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> I don't right, understand. Right, right, people right, want right. me to be. In, I'm like I'm not. Mm -hmm. But the problem being an introvert is like the problem is is that. Because I don't care, you know, I don't have to be seen or noticed, you know what I'm saying, yeah. like that. I don't need attention. Yeah. But the problem you run into is people, people's perception and how they choose to see you and then how they're going to treat you. That affects your livelihood. Yeah. You see what yeah. I'm saying? They, they'll they look at you and say, <clears throat> eh, I don't know. I mean, I don't, maybe he's not that quick. You know, maybe he's not that smart. You know, and mm -hmm. this is like, I am. Let, yeah. let me, yeah, let me amaze you. Because... Mm -hmm. The thing is, if they look at you an introvert, then mm -hmm. they kind of, they're going to kind of treat you that way, you know. Yeah. And the thing is, I'm never distracted by it, but I'm always conscious of it because mm -hmm. the reality is, is that stuff affects your pockets. It affects mm -hmm. your household, yeah. how people see you, how they choose to pursue their um, perceptions of you. Mm -hmm. and, and and the hardest thing is, man, and I, I love, I always love, Nightcrawler said this in X-Men when he was <laughs> like, people will never see anything beyond what they see with their own two eyes. They'll mm -hmm. never really understand anything beyond what they see with their own two eyes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's the tragedy of our existence mm -hmm. is that we've always been relegated to just our skin color, yeah. which even to this day, being here 45 years, I cannot comprehend that. Mm -hmm. I'm like, of all the things people want to accept <clears throat> all over the globe, all the evils, all the dark things, all the things people embrace, they can't quite grasp people that have skin tone, a skin tone. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and it's like I don't I don't understand that. But the thing is, it's always imperative for us to fight for our positions and make ourselves known only because you don't want people spreading lies <clears throat> and treating you a certain way and then magnifying yeah, that. Yeah. Because they'll do it on an individual basis as well as groups. Mm -hmm. They'll mm -hmm. do it on an individual. They'll take and choose you and just look at how you dressed. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you have no idea. I could literally be a superhero, mm -hmm. and I may need to save your life mm -hmm. one day. Are you going to treat me like this? Because mm -hmm. I, I saw I saw um, a scenario like that somebody posted online where this guy, the lady she actually posted was a black lady. And she said, I just I just uh, was I was on my way to work, and I, I got to my parking spot. And this guy went in the parking spot and, and cut me off and then flipped me off and said some you know derogatory things. So I went on up to my office, and I got prepared for this interview. And then he comes up. Nice. Nice. See what I'm saying? Yep. And so that's the that's the situations we're talking about. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's like people have no idea what they're doing on like a day-to-day -day yeah, basis. Mm -hmm. I've actually mm -hmm. diffused situations with with people of that look that look different from me. Mm -hmm. 
just simply by speaking to them very calmly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not going to act like a gorilla or some kind of violent animal like you would expect. Mm-hmm. I'm going to speak very softly and very calm to you mm-hmm. because that's really my personality, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. They want you to be violent. They want mm-hmm. you because that's, that's what they expect. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? My father taught me, like, don't never give them what they, what they mm-hmm. want. Just, just be yourself. And mm-hmm. that's what's going to sell. Right. Because people are always looking to put you in a box because it makes them comfortable. It helps yeah. them understand some things. Yeah. You know, yep. if you look like a young cat, it's mm-hmm. like, this guy can't possibly tell me mm-hmm. anything mm-hmm. because he looks young. Mm-hmm. But then it's like, you don't even know my age. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, if we will look young, you know, right. I'd be 50, 60 year old you know, right. looking like this. Right. Yep. And, you know, to, to even put yourself in the mindset <clears> that <throat> a, a person that looks young and can't teach you anything, mm-hmm. you're cutting yourself off at the Absolutely. knees right there. I, 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 think, I think you hit something on a, um, a good point earlier. You, you talked about people don't take time to listen. Yeah, I think that's number one thing, man. It's like really hear people out, right? Take the time to take note. Take in, no number one thing as you listen and take inventory of yourself. Yeah, number one thing you got to be able to ask the question, um, like, like to me, like once again, me being who I am, Mm -hmm. I had to learn to listen. Yeah, like because I didn't listen. I didn't listen at all. I was a very stubborn person with my being an introvert or whatnot. Okay, I'm. It's, it's going back to our um, personalysis, right? Yeah, yeah, right. Do right, we right. choose to be that because the data says so, or do we see those weaknesses and say, I need to improve on this? You see what I'm saying? Right. Do I want to settle in what that data mm-hmm. says, or or do I see that <laughs> as an opportunity to do better? Yes. Yeah, and right, I think that's yeah, the right. whole idea exactly. for us, to do better, Same, right? right. Same. So as me being young and not necessarily focusing on racial things or whatnot, I did come across a few, so I want to put that out there. Yeah, I have. Yeah. Like, going down south, I moved down south, and me and my family, we, we moved down there, and we saw a few things, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But um, who, and I always say this, what am I going to become when, am I going to, Am I going to become what they already perceive me to be? That's that's yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, that's what I'm and saying, I right, can't right. get what you said about you your dad. Yeah. And, and that's what you cannot do. Mm-hmm. So, like me working, I was a quality engineer mm-hmm. working at a plant yeah. when I had guys, white, black, or whatever the case may be, mm-hmm. that I actually got paid more mm-hmm. and, and and my skill was over them mm-hmm. or whatnot. Mm-hmm. When they see me coming, they're thinking, like, why should I listen to you once again? It's the same thing. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. But <clears throat> when, and, and I agree with you. And, and which I, I hate to say that I have to agree to this mm-hmm. <laughs> is that you do have to work a hundred percent greater yeah. in order for someone to listen to you. You know what I'm saying? So I had to show myself worthy yeah. for my voice to enter into their ears. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You're paid to be over. Exactly. That, that's that's, that's over. the wild so, part. That's what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. I bring the issue. So, yeah, so I and like I'm saying, I hate to have that conversation, but it's reality. Right? It gets brought it's to reality, us. We hate right? to have so, to talk about it, but it's being yeah, brought to us. Yeah, so, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's always so, presented to you in subtle ways, uh, you know, covert ways, overt ways. It's always brought to you. And it's, it's undeniable. You have to talk about it. But yeah, in talking yeah. about it, you definitely want to learn from it. Yep. Constantly analyze right. yourself and say, how am I going to react to that? Because yeah. mm-hmm. I'm not distracted yeah. by it at all yeah, at this yeah. point. Mm-hmm. I mean, some things are frustrating. Mm-hmm. Don't get me mm-hmm. wrong. I'm a human being. But for the most part, I, I move to the beat of my own drum in situations right. like that. And I know how to react. You know, it's not too many buttons I'm going to allow to be pushed right. in certain yeah. situations. I mean, yeah. it's very frustrating not, not being heard or being completely ignored. Right. 
Um, and you can always look at somebody and tell mm-hmm. as soon as you start talking. Their eyes start wandering. Yeah, they're like you know. That, that's yeah. true. Yeah, that, that, that is so true. Seen right, because uh, I've seen that because I've had to learn myself to make sure that you <clears throat> look people in their eyes. Yeah, mm-hmm. because if you don't, then you lose them mm-hmm. automatically. Right, right. you yeah. know, it's it's very imperative that we look people in their eyes. Right. Don't look down. Don't look away. Don't wander. You know, do all that stuff. You want to. Look people and square them up because then they know that mm-hmm. you're serious. Well, I know. Uh, oh, go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. I talk too much. Go ahead. You sure? Yeah. Go ahead. Because mm-hmm. I remember. I remember what I said. Okay. So it's it's funny that you bring that point up about making eye contact when you're talking with somebody, mm-hmm. because I have, and this goes back to you saying that the way that you speak to people is usually very gentle and and mm-hmm. as calmly as possible. Mm-hmm. I have a sort of natural intensity mm-hmm. when I'm talking about especially something that I'm passionate about mm-hmm. and um same huh? mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. and so I I, I recognize <clears throat> both by just observation and also from being told <laughs> that uh that it's a little bit intimidating to hear from number one somebody who has a voice in a lower register yeah um also somebody who is able to speak and present an argument without Without it seeming violent, you know what I mean. Like I can, I can get, I can elevate the 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 volume of my voice and present an idea in a way that may frighten people, and it's it's weird to think that, you know what I'm saying? People don't like when you when you're sure of yourself. Exactly, and I and I try to be as much as I can. Of course, I try to remain humble, but I, you know, I have a certain level of confidence that I'm glad that I have, and I work at it. You know what I mean? Right. Um, so I, I think that it's important for us to remember that we, sh- we, we, while we have to be gentle, loving creatures, mm-hmm. we also have to exude the confidence that I know what I'm, when I walk into your house and tell you, <clears throat> listen, you're going to need to tear out all of this drywall before we can mm-hmm. replace, you know, whatever. Or when you say, listen, um, yeah, that picture is the back of somebody's head. I'm not going to draw that. You have to give me something that's a, oh, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. a, a face, oh, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Straight on, whatever, yeah. or, or whatever, you know, in any, in any area of our lives, we have to show that we know what we're talking about. Right. Um, and, right. and learning how, the proper way to present that in, in a confident yeah. yet humble manner is yes. key. I love yes. this. So then that's the first thing. Then the yeah. second thing, uh, you brought up a point earlier about when you and Fern were, uh, coming up and you were saying that at this age that you were, you know, maybe teenager or whatever, there was no, it didn't register in your mind right. when you may, when you may have come across something right. that, that may have uh, ticked the, ticked the mark for prejudice mm-hmm. or racism or whatever. So my question to y'all is to what degree mm-hmm. should we share with our children and and a younger generation about that to- that type of awareness? Is it something that we should just say, well, they'll figure it out when they get there? Or is it something that we should say, listen, this is something that you're going to encounter. This is the way that you should carry yourself. You know what I'm saying? Uh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, I want you to go. You, you, ha- you have to prepare your kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, um, yeah. you know, a- after a few of the more public, uh, you know, police killings and everything over the past few years, and it was a couple people who like at, at our company mm-hmm. that were doing videos and like, you know, just they, they had a lot of <clears throat> meetings after that and kind of start off a lot of initiatives to kind of recognize what's going on and mm-hmm. how, how do you address it. Mm-hmm. And we have a black VP who was very, you know, very vocal and, and public about, yeah, I've had to sit down with my very, very young kids mm-hmm. and explain to them what they have to do to not get shot by a police officer. And I had to do the same thing, right? Mm-hmm. I have young boys 
And at eight, nine, ten years old, you know, I was having explained to them, no, this is why you can't have, you can't go outside with a cap gun. You can't go outside with a toy gun. You know what I mean? And thinking about the young brothers that have gotten killed from stuff like that, and obviously they're like, why can't I? Why can't I? Why can't I? And I just have to explain to them, you have to have that talk with them. It's, it's, it's vital for survival. And because I don't want them to get caught unaware and be unprepared. <clears throat> One of my sons is extremely friendly, mm-hmm. and I've had to tell him multiple times, we'll just be outside, I'm cutting the grass, and he's just skating in the driveway. And the boy wants to wave and say hi to every single person that walks by. And some of them don't answer back. And he'll, he'll be sitting up there, and I can see it, he, you know, he gets all sad and all. He kind of starts slumping the shoulders and everything. And I had to, I had to tell him, you got to stop doing that. You know what I mean? You have a kind heart. You have a loving heart. You're friendly. You want, you want to just be nice to everybody. I love that. Don't change that about you. But you can't just go and show that to everybody because not everybody's going to reciprocate that. And that's a hard conversation to have with a, a young kid who just wants to be nice and friendly and say hi to everybody that walks by. You know what I'm saying? And it's like it breaks my heart to even have that conversation with them, but I have to. Because if I don't tell him that, he goes around not wondering or not knowing what's wrong with me. How come these people that I'm saying hi to don't speak back to me? You know what I mean? This is on our this is on our, our neighborhood. These people walking back and forth in front of our house every single day. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes he'll wave to them or whatever. Some of them, most of them speak. It's not all of them. Yeah. But there's been a few of them who just don't say nothing. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I want to go this instinct in me to go chase them down and shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. But it's like it's like at the same time, I I, I know I know how to, how to how I know the lay of the land. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So I just I have to prepare him. I can't not tell him what to expect when he goes out there. I wish that wasn't what to, what he had to expect, but I have to prepare him for what he's gonna see. Now it was worse where I grew up when I when I was his age. Yeah. It was far worse where I was back then. You know what I'm saying? But I have to prepare all of my kids and let them know you're gonna have this is a hurdle you're gonna have to overcome. And I. Try to look at it as an opportunity, and this is why I think it's important that we do think that people mm-hmm. see black men doing things like this because there's so, so many other black men who are putting content out that yeah. work in the opposite direction yeah, for that, yeah, that narrative. More right? than enough, yeah, yeah. So that's, that's what I'm saying. So it's like, and, and, and in that regard, I'm not upset at people. Yeah. I don't get mad at people for that. Yeah. Even in the situation that I mentioned with work, right? Mm-hmm. We went to that guy. We actually went to him and brought him in because that message should have come from his group. Gotcha. And the fact that her and I have been saying the same message, a few other people from our group, by the time he got there, he was probably the 10th person telling the same group, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So I look at things like that, too, and that's why I said, for me, I stopped short of that was racism. It should have come from the group he came from. They listened. And by that time, you're starting to get so many people coming and saying the same thing. Mm It could have been any of those things that it was just a matter of the momentum behind the topic that made them finally listen. Yeah. But even if it's not for me, because, again, like I said, my my immediate leadership, two, three levels up, people don't look like us. First time I told them, I see this is a problem. So I can't say it's just everywhere. I can't say who, who it is right. and who it's yeah. not. It's right. difficult to pinpoint sometimes. Right. And I know what you mean, though, because right. there's a few people I've talked to at work where you kind of walk into a room and you feel like hey, it's just it's not it's going to be on deaf ears. Mm-hmm. But I try to look at that as an opportunity. Maybe they haven't come across somebody like me that knows what they're talking about or that can break that stereotype for yeah. them. And I try to look at that as an opportunity I have to correct their perception. Right. You know what I'm saying? Is that. it stupid that I have to do that? Is it unfortunate? Yeah, it is. But it's right. it's, it's where we are. Right. And when I see other, others of us that are out there perpetuating that stereotype, I have a hard time not faulting people. Yeah, I have a hard time rather faulting people right. when I see that, okay, I can understand right. why you have this perception, but let me show you what it really is. Let me show you the flip side of that coin and teach you what we what we are really like and what we're really about and yeah. not not what you see, you know, being Perfect. kind of broadcast out there for you all the time. So I look at it as an opportunity. Yeah. A fortunate one, yes, but I take that as an opportunity. And if I can help kind of move the narrative some, then I'll do that. I right? love that. I love what both of y'all say. Yeah. Because it's it's 
it plays to the sentiment of specifically what I'm talking about. Because the work that I do, I um, I do troubleshooting. All right. right, just troubleshooting. Right. What I've learned about people is people like to be instructed to a certain degree. Right. They like to want to know how to fix things. Yes. So here's the thing, and what both of y'all just said, you kind of have to help people understand how they're going to, to treat you. Yes. Your personality helps fix these things. Mm-hmm. It helps fix this this problem that mm-hmm. we're having. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, not every time. Mm-hmm. But in how we speak and how we conduct ourselves and how we move, that fixes the issue. Right. Partially. Partially. It's, it's, it's dropping the bucket. It's, exactly. it's progress, right? Exactly. Yeah. Because the thing is, and back to what Mike was saying, and I love this because it's very important. You come into a room and you, you're confident. You have to be confident. Mm-hmm. Because especially in the field that you're in, any any of the fields that we're in, mm-hmm. you have to be confident. That's number one. Because once you exude confidence, not arrogance, but just confidence, mm-hmm. they're automatically going to listen to you. Mm-hmm. A lady told me that the other day. I was, she was like, I like your confidence already. She mm-hmm. told me. And it helped her to automatically listen. And we got her problem resolved very fast. Awesome. You see what I'm saying? But that confidence is, confidence is key. Mm-hmm. Now, where it becomes problematic is, yeah, other brothers that look like us out there putting mm-hmm. out content. Mm-hmm. They're arrogant, nasty, sloppy, mm-hmm. just all over the place. Mm-hmm. That's not confidence. That's right. actually insecurity. Right, right. What we do is, like you said, you come into a room, you need to tear all this out. This is what you need to do. Mm-hmm. They're going to listen to you mm-hmm. automatically because people have an, a natural inclination just to want to listen mm-hmm. and be instructed when they don't know something mm-hmm. and when they want to fix things. We have a problem in our society where it's a big problem. That's, it's a brokenness that needs to be fixed. Mm-hmm. And how we conduct ourselves, how yes. our fathers and our, our parents taught us, our grandfathers, and how to conduct ourselves, right. we fix it by how we move, how we speak, how right. we act. My father was always careful to tell me, watch how you conduct yourself. Yes. People are yeah. always mm-hmm. watching you. Mm-hmm. And I've always that's always stuck in my mind. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, we can clown and trip out like this. I mm-hmm. can do whatever, say whatever I want. But when mm-hmm. we get out there in public in the streets, mm-hmm. you can't be just clowning and falling right. all over the ground right. laughing right. and carrying on. Right. So when I walk down the street, I look straight ahead and I keep my head up. For sure. You know, I mean, it's people that might want to nod and speak. Mm-hmm. I speak to my brothers, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but mm-hmm. <laughs> no, no, I'm real talk, man. But I mean, but I feel that because you know, you know, they're gonna, you're going to get a response. Exactly. And that's that's why I think all, all of us become yeah, yeah, but, not all the time, but yeah. But I'll be walking, we'll be in the mall, like with my wife walking down the street, and and um, she'd be like, he looked to speak to you, and I was like, I know, but I'm so used to to that. To not being spoken to, it's programming. Yes, because it's, it's dudes that'll that don't look like me that'll look to speak, look mm-hmm. to not. Mm-hmm. They be cool guys, probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I'm like this. Like when I'm out, man, I'm like this, man. It's mm-hmm. people that oh be like, hey, 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 and I'm like, oh, hey, what's up? Mm-hmm. You know, but I'm focused. Right. And now nah, I see, you know, but like, right. it's like, what up, man? Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Unless they like looking me all in my mouth. Right. Like, oh, I'm just nice speaking to you. There's right. <laughs> some dudes out there. Sure. They be looking sure. at you up and down. Right. 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 Whoa, right. Right. But. <laughs> but but oh, it's imperative shoot. like my, my wife she'll be like she'll be like he looked to speak to you and I'm like I'm sorry I, 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 and I explained to her once I'm gonna say I, I, you know I, I gotta fix that because I'm so used to because I've looked to speak and man, let me tell you I, I, it's like a, I'm the invisible man seriously mm-hmm. and so I've, that. I've experienced that exactly so once you experience that a couple of hundred times in your lifetime mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know unfortunately you kind of become callous mm-hmm. you become like okay I I'm going to just walk and look straight ahead mm-hmm. because I'm walking down the street 
And I got people that won't even don't even want to uh, move mm-hmm. out of my way. I mean, I've been shoulder checked, mm-hmm. and people are like, "Oh my God, I'm so sorry." Mm-hmm. But I'm like, you literally walked over mm-hmm. to me as if I were supposed to move. Mm-hmm. There's always a sidewalk battle here, right. and I'm like, we right. need to fix this. Right. So what I'm mm-hmm. gonna do is I'm not moving. Right. And if you if you bump into me, there's gonna be immediate fear on your part. Right. And I don't even look back. But I always hear like, "Oh my God, I'm so sorry." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, so that these are the problems that we run into that people don't even think about, mm-hmm. and it's mm-hmm. all generational. It's yeah. old, it goes way back and it's very deep-seated for sure mm-hmm. for sure because there's a certain group of people that move with a high level of entitlement mm-hmm. and they're going to treat you the way they treat you because they saw their grandfather's treat mm-hmm. oh yeah your grandfather like that mm-hmm. so they're going to treat you like that not mm-hmm. even think about it that's mm-hmm. why you said it's like it's deep it, they, they're not even thinking about it at mm-hmm. a certain point mm-hmm. but yeah. we have to make them think about right. it right Right. You know, so right. when you walk into a room, when you walk into a room, and even 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 when you walk into a room, because see, you ex- you can exude confidence and not really, you're not really working at that. Mm-hmm. You're just like you have a looming you. presence. You're tall, mm-hmm. right? You know mm-hmm. what I mean. Well, the thing is, you're a good person. I already see that. They see that you're not violent. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not walking around. You know, like I'm the man. I'm this. I'm that. Mm-hmm. You're not doing all that. Your thing is, is like, you know, I'm just trying to do my job and go home to my family. Mm-hmm. And when people see that, they automatically respect it. Like you, you put together a document or something. You know your stuff. They have to respect that. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, this is just a man that's trying to do his job. I'm not gonna bother him. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But most times, most times, <laughs> mm-hmm. no, none of this that we're talking about is ever gonna be a hundred percent a solution. Right, right. But it definitely is a start to a different turn of turn of events that we're doing because we're dealing with a lot of trash, man. Mm-hmm. Too mm-hmm. much going on. It's not even real. It's not true. And so what we have to do is show truth through our behaviors, through our Absolutely. actions, and how we conduct ourselves. And that's how we ultimately become seen and heard. For sure. So that's, For sure. That's, that's, that's my... There, there, there's a lot uh, to be said with all this. Like I said, I've experienced quite a bit with a lot of traveling. I've been a lot of places, right? Yeah. yeah. So, and it may be, like you said, being 6'5", and, you know, like you said, mm-hmm. the deep voice, the tone mm-hmm. of your voice, it does make some differences or whatever mm-hmm. the case may be, right? Yeah. So... One thing that I thought about was the exploring, right? Like being able to travel. Like, are we traveling enough to other places to to witness excellent the exposure? Yeah, exposure, exposure. beautiful. Yeah. yeah, and and are we? Because I'm gonna tell you, I saw a phenomenon when I first moved down south. Mm-hmm. When I walked down the street or walked to the to the malls, white people mm-hmm. actually said hi to me. Mm-hmm. The people, like brothers and sisters, black folks that I went and said hi, they looked down and walked away. Isn't that weird? It was phenomena. It was. I was like, it's like, what am I? I get out! This is a This was amazing <laughs> to me. Yeah, yeah, this was right. amazing to me, yeah, man. Yeah. Like this was in um, Anderson, South Carolina. Like you know. And listen, if somebody on here listening, if I'm wrong, correct me, okay? Mm-hmm. But this is what I experienced. <laughs> you experience, you know what I'm saying? It happened, yeah. yeah. Walking in malls and places, man. There was a dude with a Confederate flag and hat. Mm-hmm. He came to me the first time. Like, here, this is my first time coming down here from Michigan. Mm-hmm. The first, my thought about Confederate flags and stuff, yeah, I'm like, about man, to fight about to say something. Right, right. Mm-hmm. The brother was so nice, man. He just came up to me, was like, man, this is real nice, man. You like this, man? Hey, how's your day today and everything? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I didn't know what to do. Even yeah. to this day, I still don't know. I would have been leery, man. I, I, I was leery about it. Yeah. But then when I started dealing with more folks, not all of them with Confederate flags are nice, yeah. right? Some people yeah, are doing sure. it because they... It's a Nazi they, flag. They, yeah, 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 exactly. They, they, oh, and yeah. I know that. Yeah, yeah. But some of them, they do it because they love the culture. They yeah. love the South. You know what I'm saying? I get that. There's like a split there. But you have to be careful on who you approaching with that or who approaches you with that. You know what I'm saying? So there is a... There's a half and half there. But to go to your point, is about the exploration, 
we as black people need to explore more. Yeah. We need to we need to go true. we need to travel more and we need to show ourselves that we are a human being in that regard. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? I, that I, we I, have intelligence and we I, have that. And I think a lot of times we are in our comfort zone. We it's easy to stay in Detroit three one three. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it's easy to look at what other people are doing and assuming <laughs> you know, and assuming that <laughs> that oh they not gonna they gonna they gonna see me and then they they gonna you prejudge before actually mm-hmm. going over there to to be not only to be a witness to them, but they can be a witness of mm-hmm. who you are. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's one of the things that I challenge myself to go down south mm-hmm. so I can spread my wings to understand culture. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You yeah. see what I'm saying? I, I went to Turkey. They looked at me like I was crazy in Turkey. Yeah. But it's the experience in culture. Mm-hmm. China. I went to China. It's the experience. They saw me. I was tall. They was like, picture, picture, picture. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's cool, man. They thought you was Kobe Bryant. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's cool, though. So, and, and so that's kind of like what I, with this subject. And I like this subject because um, it's something that we have to extract. We have to stretch our mind on thinking. Mm-hmm. You yes. know what I mean? You have to stretch, stretch our, mind. our minds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you have, to really, you have to really consider... Like I always say, in the process, when someone treats me a certain way, am I going to stoop to their level mm-hmm. and think that way, or am I going to be better than that? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Not not better than them, but better than than the moment that I really better than your base instinct. I would say better than better them. Than <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, that's a good point. But though. but yeah. better than the so so when better you receive that person. that that information in your mind, right, and you said. Man, I'm not even going to look beyond that, right? I'm not going. Mm-hmm. I'm going to look beyond that, and it could, but you realize that you talk to the other sister in the same, you know, in another department, and say, hey, "This might be the situation." Once that reality hit, that it could be the case, and it is reality. What are you becoming at that point? Mm-hmm. And that's the whole idea. I got to think greater than that, yeah. so I won't be at a level that they are. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I think that that's the whole point of getting better. That and then when the opportunity comes, when they do come to me mm-hmm. and talk, mm-hmm. that I can, I've already conquered that low state of mind. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And I may, I'm, I'm able to deal with you now. Yeah. Let's let's yeah. talk. Yeah. One you of know, the one of the weird point of looking at it. But, yeah, no, you know, one of the important ways that we grow um, and and maintain our own. Uh, self-imposed standards, mm-hmm. I guess, is by understanding that we have zero control over things that stimulate us, mm-hmm. whether it's bad, good, mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. We have no control over the things that we encounter. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing that we have control over, the, the there's a book, it's called, um, seven, it's really popular, it's The Seven Habits of Highly Successful People. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and... There was a lot of things in the book where I was just kind of glossed over, but one thing that really stood out to me was the way that he framed out a person's what he calls a circle of influence. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure if y'all have read that book, but mm-hmm. there's a there's what he calls a circle of influence, and this is things that are within this circle. These are the things that I can control, and the key one among them is my response to that's, any other sort of that stimulus. Is, that's that's what I can control. So like you said, you have a, a situation where you experience some sort of racial prejudice or, you know, just even getting cut off in traffic, any kind of thing, any kind of stimulus that comes to us, Mm -hmm. 
our control, mm -hmm. the thing that I can control is whether or not I lay on the horn and you. give a, a, an obscene gesture, mm -hmm. or whether or not I, <laughs> or whether or not I just you know tap the brake and slow down and, yeah. and continue yeah. with my day, realizing that at the end of the day, that's not going to affect me. I'm right. still going to be able to get to work. I'm still going to be able to get home safely yeah. and see my family. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Understanding that life goes on beyond this moment. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and it's the same thing with, with experiencing racism. Now, there's a lot of things. I was talking to somebody about an experience that I had at, uh, at when we played Airsoft the last time. Mm -hmm. um, I won't recount the entire story here, but the, the key point is the way that I responded was the response of the guy that I want to be, right? Yeah. It's not it's not me responding as a person who just um acts on whatever their knee-jerk reaction because my knee-jerk reaction might be violence. Mm -hmm. Like we talked yeah. about with the yeah. Will Smith thing. Yeah. Yeah. If that's your knee-jerk reaction mm -hmm. before you have a chance to think, you know, you want to slap somebody or punch somebody or fight mm -hmm. or whatever. Mm -hmm. But if we take an extra second, an extra moment to realize, okay, but is that the guy that I want to be? Right, right. Do so. I want to be the person that responds with violence to a nonviolent act? Right, so. No, right. I don't want to be that guy. Right. Violence begets violence. We've right. seen that all throughout the history of mankind. Right. Right. But something that somebody says, yeah. that's not something that's, you know, I don't. So my response, uh, what I'm getting to is my response has to be the response of the guy that I want to be. Right. Regardless of whoever else is doing what. That doesn't matter. Right. Yeah. At the end of the day, I want to be a, a a person that exudes the love and light of the God that I serve. Mm -hmm. And outside of everything else, mm -hmm. that has to be front of mind, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. um, the yeah. second thing I'm thinking of is uh, going back to what you were saying <clears throat> about, oh, no, I'm sorry, what you were saying mm -hmm. about not wanting to instantly jump to the conclusion that this mm -hmm. is a racist thing that I'm experiencing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think it's important for us to maintain a balance because we can either completely ignore it and mm -hmm. be oblivious to the fact that we live in a we're black men living in a world that is that hates us. Yeah. Mm -hmm. you know I mean, let's just be honest. Yeah. We can either be completely oblivious to it or we can be on the other side of the yeah. spectrum, mm -hmm. which is somebody that is, you know, the Dr. Umar's of the world where everything is racism. You know what I mean? Everything is racially yeah. Uh, yeah. biased or, or, or charged. I think it's important for a person of maturity to stay in the middle. Absolutely. Yeah. I want to be aware of what's happening yeah, around me. I like information. Right. I like to know what's happening so that I can respond accordingly. Right. But I also don't want to be somebody who is ready to be set off at any moment right. 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 by right. any right. sort of, you know what I'm saying, Absolutely. occurrence. Right. Um, I think right. that that's, that's super important. And that's going back to what we were talking about training our children. Yeah. It's important to teach them that balance. I want, my, I want anybody who I have influence with to be aware of what's happening. But I also don't want you to be an animal. You know what I'm saying?